up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. Starting off kind of light this week, just me, myself, Greg, the host, with my homie Matt. What's up, man? How's it going? Waking up at 6 a.m. doing all the lifting stuff. Oh, it is yeah. not an easy life. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I gotta get back and do it waking up that early, but. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible because uh, I, I like sleeping late. And so having to sleep late and then wake up early is just in general, not a good combo. So boys and girls, get your sleep. Naps are wasted on the kids. <laughs> Start going to sleep at 10. Helps out a lot. We'll see. Look, you're about to, if you're not already, you're about to be 30. Mom's sink into it <laughs> right in there uh anyway ash might be joining us later this episode might not uh yeah i'll let her speak to if she wants to explain why uh miss her she was, wish she was here but you know gotta make that dollar sometimes and the one and the only caleb is going to be back next week maybe <laughs> right got it. always gotta throw that in there. everything has the asterisks when you say it yeah, so next week we might actually have the entire crew back on, and I am excited. I am doubly excited because, uh, in the words of my boy JT, it's going to be May, and you know what that means. Ramen? Yes, and Star Wars, and more free games. So we're not going to do it today, but... We will do it next week. We have Xbox yet. Yeah, so we'll do all that. But Matt, gotta get start off like we always do. Have you played any games this week? I absolutely have, Greg. Um, as always, I've been playing more Lego Star Wars. I finally beat episode four. Um, and like the true sociopath that I am, instead of going to episode five, I went all the way to episode one. Because <laughs> I was like, after you said that, that like you started episode one, I was just like. Nah, surely, surely I was like, they didn't just like force us to start on different ones or like, or like at random. And then I realized that the first one of each trilogy was available to play and you can pick like essentially which trilogy you wanted to start with. And I was like, dang, if I would have known that, I just would have went chronological order. Um, but, or at least timeline order of the Skywalker saga. So I've been playing a little bit of that. I actually got to try um an oculus vr headset for the first time this weekend uh, i think it's oculus and uh i played the uh whatever star wars experience they have on there where it's like uh -huh. vader and you're like captured and you have to like escape from him uh and first of all that is a bad mamma jamma that dude is tall <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say and so like i'm like obviously like as you're immersed in it um I may or may not have been just a little not completely there. Uh, so like having to like experience this and like look around was already disorienting. But then when he walks in and he's like standing three feet in front of you and he's like, open this. And I was just like, I, I, I got stage fright. I can't. And I was like, I'm trying to open it, but I can't. And, but I was legitimately having technical difficulties and I could not open it to save my life. I could not open it. And then I just got mad and took it off. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I at one point upon a time recently had an Oculus Quest 2 VR or MetaQuest 2, whatever they are now. Mm -hmm. um, but that got confiscated by my son. 
<laughs> uh, like that, I think I talked about on here that dude sweated one day and that thing something funky, and I was just like, you know, I you're don't good. Want it's all you. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's funny. No. So uh, I unfortunately did not play any video games this week. <sighs> so I thought about it. Yeah. No, wait. I take it back. I did play one Ooh. video game this week on my phone. Uh, still playing through. I think it's Puzzle Quest Three. Okay. It's a game. <laughs> it, like it's nothing special. It's one of those you match the colors to do attacks against your enemy. Get gear, unlockables, mm-hmm. timed, extra currency, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's like, it's not bad. It's the game I'm playing when I'm laying in bed and I just cannot sleep. So yeah, that's too bad. Very quick to watch that one. Mm-hmm. But it's free to play. So not bad. Um, so Matt, I'm, I want to save one of my topics. I mean, both of them for if and when Ash gets to join us. tonight. Okay. That's so completely fair. Um, I kind of want to start with something a a bit lighter. I mean, like we talked a little bit about it last week uh, and hopefully we get some more info about it regarding Pokemon. Um, Because like one of the big things is like they, they gave us this direct and uh, back in February and they show us all this stuff and there's like, Oh yeah, by the way, gen nine coming, coming right at you. And they, they just gave us, they showed us the world, gave us the starters and dipped have heard nothing since. <laughs> and uh, now the big thing is just like, like one of my big questions, like, well, what, what do the starters look like? And there was actually an air quote leak that happened on what uh, Foy Coco's final evolution is supposed to be. And all I can describe it as is like a, 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 a bigger version of uh applin do you do you, you know what i'm talking about the the grass dragon yeah. or whatever uh it seems like a bigger version of that and more lizardy obviously um and at first i was just like i kind of hate this but it, it like quacksley it's kind of growing on me it's like okay i could see this like i wouldn't like i wouldn't be mad at it but I think this is for like the first time that I would not be inclined to be like, oh, I'm going to choose a fire starter because they're they've generally been the coolest for a lot of the generations. Um, but again, this is all speculative. This could literally just be someone who made it, slapped the leak on there, and then just released it into the wild. And got those likes and retweets. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because if you put Pokemon and leak, someone will like it. A lot of someone's will like it. Mhm, 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 mhm. you. I did just because it was fun to think <laughs> about. Because uh, literally, every like, there's nothing to talk about about this game besides like what could the starters possibly be. So the more I look at it, the only way I can like at, feel like I completely describe this to a T is think of like if a push pop turned into a dragon. Or like not a push pop, like one of those those frozen push pop things that had like the cardboard slider it was in. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Like all sherbet, like a soft uh, soft ice cream, but yeah. it was rainbowed. Yeah. 
That's all I can think of. Like, if you took that turned into a dragon, and I say that just because of its tails and wings. Do you think... So obviously, It looks like... Because it's a fire, and with this design, do you think it goes fire flying like Charizard, or do you think it just goes fire dragon? It's fire fairy. Fire fairy? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think, like, just about every single one of the Pokemons with pink... And their design are all fairy Pokemons. I mean, not all of them, but right. a vast majority. And this one is very, very, very pink with the wings mm. that are unlike the normal dragon wings we see. And then you have the <sighs> swoopy hair. I I don't hate the idea of it being a fire fairy, but I'm also not thrilled at that idea. Mm-mm. Unless it's just gonna have like an insane move set, then to me it's just kind of like why? Does, like, does that really make sense? But at the same time, this could also like I think we're all at the understanding that this is kind of like the next installment after uh, the playstyle of um, Arceus, and so like it mm-hmm. probably this is just like a very experimental game for uh, Game Freak. It, game Freak is doing it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a game freak. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I could definitely see this being like a fire fairy cuz I don't think that's a type we've had before either. Not that combination. Right. So you've got, you know, new area introducing new aspects. Why not go in with the fire fairy and we'll probably see some stupid like ghost water Pokemon thing or like uh, honestly, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, we've already gotten like water dark a la Greninja. So, I mean, a ghost water or water ghost wouldn't be like super far fetched. It would be cool for sure. Mm hmm. And then what, what does that leave you with for the grass type? Because what is he in this one? He's a rabbit? No. Oh, no. Um, uh, he's a, a cat of some sort. Oh, that's right. Um, Sprigolo or something like that is the name of the Pokemon. Sprigolo. That green cat thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like crazy combinations we haven't seen. I think it would be interesting to see something kind of like a a grass steel, maybe. I don't know how that would yeah. work, but I think that it does, doesn't matter. Like you're no, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely. <laughs> you fight right. with keychains and ice cream in this game. Like, come on, man. <laughs> You no, you're absolutely right. I I think grass steel would be uh really dope. Uh have we ever had like a uh I don't know if it's counterintuitive, but like a grass ground. I don't I don't know if that would There's work. There's gotta be one before. I mean yeah, it could work. I mean, some of the effectiveness of or weaknesses of them kind of cancel each other out or 
that will actually that could kind of be OP. I don't hate that. Hold, hold up. Raikou. Or R A I K O U, the lightning dog. Is it right? a fairy? Don't say it's a fairy. It's not a fairy, but I just I wanted to look something up and I Google searched this article that's cat type Pokemon or cat like Pokemon in the series, and that's on there. It's, it's definitely referenced as one of the three legendary dogs. Am yeah. I wrong? No. No. Okay. no, no. <laughs> just checking. No, I don't like I don't know, but I could definitely see them doing some crazy, stupid types with this one. Like, I'm just trying to think here. Is uh, got a lot of fire cats, electric cats, normal cats. Like, that's interesting. I don't know. Something crazy. Is maybe uh, it's a is Leafeon just straight grass or uh? Because I'm trying to think. I know Eevee's kind of like technically like treated like a dog, um, and it's evolutions. Because honestly, if we were to have or like a a grass psychic type, I think would be fun. Leafeon is just grass. I think all the evolutions are just one. Oh, type. they're a single type. <laughs> also, which uh, for those of you that don't currently play. The Pokemon equivalent of Wordle, which is affectionately named Squirtle, uh, you are missing out because today almost got me. <laughs> Listen, uh, I think it's 110. I think that's the Squirtle number it was, or maybe it was something different. Um, 105. Vigoroth. What? Vigoroth. What is that? Uh, he was in Gen 3. He was uh, the fifth gym leader's like last Pokemon. Because he had Slackoth, Slacking, and he had Vigoroth. Alright, now you were asking about ground grass? Mm-hmm. No. We have rock grass. But we haven't had ground grass. I don't know if it would work. Oh, like, it could. Wait, there's a rock grass? Yeah, Lilip. Oh, the ancient poke. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tracking. And Credily? I don't know what those things are. They were fossil Pokemon from uh oh, were they? Gen, from Gen Black 3. Black and white. From Gen 3. Right? Okay. If they're the one that I'm thinking of. I don't think it is. You said Lilip and Cradily? It's hold on. This is really bad. It's the one that looks like the Venus flytrap. Here, there's Lilip. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, this, yeah, this is Gen three. I because I uh, remember any it, of that. It was a fossil along with uh, Anorith, which evolved into Armaldo. Armaldo. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, no, so I'm definitely intrigued. I always like talking Pokemon speculation, fun kind of stuff. Um, just because it's more interesting because we know as much as we want, but we know nothing at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, there's keychain as a Pokemon. Woo. 
Yep. And you can fart. So, you, can, you fight with literal garbage. So when are they when are they talking to us about this? You know, um, again, yeah. we know nothing. <laughs> oh, why can't they just tell us these things? Then uh, it would possibly not get anyone else excited. Trash, 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 trash. All right. Well, we guess to talk more about that. You got anything else? Um, I think it's it's only fair to I don't say fair. We should mention Netflix recently talked about their plans for their game gaming platform, if you want to call it that, that they're wanting to to invest in. And they're saying that they should have over 50 games available by or close to 50 games available on their platform by end of year. I know nothing about this. Like I heard about it and then it was like gone in the wind. Nothing. And I will say this about everything that I think is absolutely irrelevant. It's giving Stadia vibes. <laughs> it's the, uh, my favorite is, did you see the, you saw the reasoning as to why they like expedited this and started talking about it, right? Uh, I skipped over that. You, you didn't. Okay. So this, this isn't necessarily like video game related, but it is because I don't know anybody who plays video games and doesn't watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, they lost 200,000 subscribers. Oh, that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, Netflix, you'd have thought the world was falling. Like, I mean, the sky is falling. Ah, world dying. And they expect to lose 2 million by the end of the year. I mean, so they're cracking down on, on like, people who are sharing their passwords. It's like, come on, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say this. Let well, the chips fall where they may. Netflix is game stopping this. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> like one hundred percent. How do you look at how do you look at now? I get it's tough in that each uh, network television show, like cable companies, are like making their own streaming services, and so therefore it dilutes and it becomes the whole cable scenario all over again. Um, but how do you continue to like cancel like good, lovable, uh, like original content shows on there, and then you're just like, oh look, all these people are leaving. Uh, because of X, Y, and Z, it can't be about the shows we canceled that they liked watching, and then say, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna do two price increases over the course of eight months," and then say, "Like, oh yeah, by the way, you can't share passwords anymore," and and they're gonna, it, and now I you're guess, just like, "Oh, we have games, and they're gonna come back." No, get get the, out of here. The craziest part to me is like they. This is the first time in ten years they reported a loss in subscriptions. Right. The first time in 10 years and everybody's freaking out all of a sudden. It's just like, y'all, y'all make me want to just cancel my, my stuff. Like, mm. I'm not going to lie. I People sharing my account. I'm, and I'm not going to lie. I don't pay for mine. <laughs> so. Mm-mm. I'll blame you. It, yeah. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Video games are going to help Netflix. Oh, they not absolutely are. They are not. They are not. Um, but they also added ads to Netflix. Pretty interesting. Which... Uh, uh, I'll, talk, I'll talk about that later. Yeah, Wait for yeah. Ash on that one. Yeah. Uh, but PlayStation is reportedly requiring developers to create two-hour game trials for their games. Uh, so it looks like this one's coming from George Yang at IGN. Um. Uh, many studios have received this news and new up- 
update and it's only developed for portal and reportedly not provided any previous communication um doesn't apply to retroactively or to all the PlayStation VR games so you're not going to see on games that are currently out understandable mm-hmm. so um but yeah if i guess if you're for developers who plan to launch PlayStation games in the future they will have to adhere to these updated guidelines mm. that's cool and all but what part of the 2 hours am i going to be playing I mean, like, because I just, I, I, I'm just thinking, like, okay, if I go to play Tales of Arise, yeah, and you either stick me in the middle of the game for two hours, and then I start the game, the new game, the game I purchased, because I like the way it played, but it plays nothing like it, so I don't have that same vibe, that feel, or if I do like it, I get back to that point, right? Yeah, and I'm like oh, I've already done this, but hopefully by that point in time it'll be different than what you had before, so it'll be understandable. Okay, yeah. cool. Not bad, but imagine if they start you off at that two hours, the very beginning. Yeah, you are playing two hours of just conversation. Honestly, like I'm I'm thinking about this in context of my very first time playing through. Uh, I'm going to use Kingdom Hearts two as an example uh, because. For the longest time, like after playing that game, I just thought the intro took like the beginning part took so freaking long. And I was just like, oh, I was like, OK, I guess we're just really getting into the game. There's not really there's not really like a beginning part to this, only to find out that the entire Roxas segment was the beginning. And like you just OK, now I don't even really like get into the game at all like and i played well over two hours in that beginning like the first time through so then it just begs the question is like is that something people people want do you want to be dropped into the beginning or depending on the game and if it allows it do you just create like um almost like a free roam area for a game where people can kind of like drop in and then you can do missions that don't really matter like, like the integral. Final Fantasy 15 demo that had no correlation to the game itself. Yeah, like just getting a feel for like how it plays and fights. I feel like in my mind, I wouldn't mind that because like I'm just going to go play the story elsewhere and just like if you, like obviously put disclaimers like, hey, this is just a, like a section of the game to kind of get a feeling for gameplay and like how the characters move and skill sets and items. Um, this is in no way like a reflection of the story kind of thing. Um, uh-huh. I I think that could be fun and could help mitigate a lot of those issues, but I'm just one gamer in a vast sea of many. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm curious as to people's thoughts about this. Like, I don't want to sound like the kind of people though who are just dogging it because we want to, because we can, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it is nice. It is a cool feature that they're pushing their developers. It's more work for them, unfortunately, but they are pushing them to add these demos mm-hmm. um, to give people the chance to try new games, which, as I've said before, could kind of allude to this. It could kind of have a huge impact on more retail storefronts. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to buy that pre-owned game to see if you like it. You just play the demo. Yeah. And I think... Uh... It also, I think this could also really be good for a lot of the developers too, 
um, because, and we've talked about this plenty of times in like the current state of video games. A lot of times they release a not complete game and then you get day one patches, you get day 15 patches, day 30 patches. Uh, and so now like Halo Infinite is a really good example. Like people see the game, they're exper- not quite playing the game and experience it for themselves, but they see it, they experience it. And then they turn around and they's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and people are able to, mm-hmm. to course correct from that. It's like, okay, we thought this was going good. Clearly it's not. Let's go ahead and go back to the lab. And then we'll tweak and fine tune these things for your guys' enjoyment and for your betterment. And like you said, it could ultimately spike in um, more interest for developers all around. So that means more eyes, especially for smaller studios or indie studios. Um, yep. And of which hopefully is a direct correlation to increased sales. All right, guys, she made it. What is up, Ash? How are you doing? Oh, you know, run around like a chicken with my head cut off. Yep, they run pretty fast. <laughs> I got little legs, lower sense of, it was a lower, lower sense of gravity, or, you know, center of gravity. So we were just talking about uh, PlayStation reportedly making all of its developers add uh, two-hour demos when they put it on their store on the PlayStation storefront. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I think it could be pretty beneficial, uh, especially for a lot of the larger title games, um, just for the simple fact that it'll do the basically the rent a game type of scenario. Um, so you can see if you like it and see that way they're not dealing with as many refunds, I think, especially for brand new title releases. Um, or complaints for lack of refunds because that's PlayStation exactly. way. Exactly. Um, it may be a bit harder for smaller developers, um, just for the simple fact that that's additional time and money that they may not necessarily have, um, to essentially create that demo, create the integration, uh, for any save data that they may currently have. So somebody doesn't have to start completely over, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it could be pros for some, cons for others, but it's going to be, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of middle ground. Um, at least we hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as so, we, but all we can do. Actually, uh, you do bring up a good point, Ash, because, um, Greg, as we, we were talking about, what, what does that even look like? Um, and, Ash, you're absolutely right. For, for smaller uh, studios and developers, they don't have time or the recess or a lot of times the manpower to uh, to create these almost custom slices um in my mind like that's how i was kind of thinking about it it's like okay you could do it for like different types of games um and a lot of times maybe they would just have to drop it not quite the like tutorial but you know like the the weird in between of like after you do the tutorial you get into the game and then they're just like oh yeah don't forget you can press x to jump or you can pick up an items with the box but there's it's just like the small box in the like whatever corner but you're still able to roam around like honestly if you just do like start right there and let them kind of run with it for a little bit i think that'd be like the sweet spot um so you're still like very much feeling the beginning of the game and exploring but you're not bogged down with having to do all the stupid like forced to do this stuff stuff like forced yeah. tutorial aspect yeah yeah be interesting 
time, I would say it would be beneficial if they have the ability to toggle that on and off. Um, just for the simple fact that you're going to have your beginners, you're going to have those people that want to try something new and they aren't familiar with certain play styles. So for example, you throw an MMO person into Call of Duty, it's a, it's a huge learning curve, especially if all they play is World of Warcraft, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's going to be a give and take. It, and I think it really just depends on the severity of learning curve that will be needed for said game. So if there is an, if it's an open world game, have the ability to turn that off and on. Uh, if it's a platformer, just, just have it on. Cause there's, there's have, not a whole. <laughs> have either of you guys taken advantage of or tried any of the, the Nintendo demos for any of the games that launch on the switch? Um, I did for the Kirby. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, like, that, Nintendo has been doing it by far the best way. Mm -hmm. Most of their demos have a time period that they last, but they all start from about the beginning of the game. Um, seems like for some of the longer RPGs, they skip or they, they give you more time to go through, like, the RPG introduction element aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Um at least because like that's i remember that with dragon quest like you were able to play it for three hours i think it was before the game actually came out mm. but everything carries over from your demos to the game so if it's just a two hour minimum that they have to be yeah they do has to last for at least two hours mm -hmm. so i think that kind of gives them some play with whatever game they're playing and makes it easier to enjoy like i'm, I'm already arguing my own argument from earlier yeah um now that i'm actually <laughs> reading it but yeah like i think nintendo has the best model for it oh yeah no absolutely and i, I think that's what i appreciated about um the kirby demo it's we got three different i, I want to say three different fields but they gave us three levels you had two regular levels and then a boss that you face and so like you get a good feel for how to play the game. Uh, you have these different stages of these different environments that you're operating in. Um, so you can kind of get more of a mental map of like, okay, how is this game going to track out? And then you also can see like, how am I going to fight those harder enemies and stuff like that? Um, I do think, I do think it'll be interesting for, because obviously like as diverse as developers and video games go there's not like a one-size-fits-all when it comes to those demos like what does it look for um like if there's a first-person shooter are they just going to create like you can do matchmaking for these demos and like you can drop in because at that point you can call it at least two hours air quote but it's just <laughs> someone like playing matches over and over like these yeah. different modes for an rpg it could just be that they're free roaming in this area like doing all of these not important missions but still getting a feel for it or it could just be like you get a slice of the actual game just after that introduction um where it still equals out to at least that two hour period so i'm, I'm really interested to see Final how they Fantasy did that. remake did that yeah they did actually yeah the i think because they did the train right it, it, yeah, it started from the iconic OG Final Fantasy, and yeah, around the train, it did that whole whole spiel, and he fought the scorpion. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But Ash, I've been holding off on this this topic because I want to talk with you 
specifically about this one because I feel like it might have a larger impact than it would like Matt, myself, you and Caleb. Uh-huh. Uh, so Sony and Xbox are putting ads in free-to-play games. Now, before we get too into this, every single one of the article headings that I saw when I looked this up read like that. From the article title itself, it's gross. Uh-huh. My own opinion. Ash thought it was so bad she bounced out. <laughs> Keep it rolling. We'll loop her back in. Yeah, she just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, welcome back, Ash. Uh, so, so, yeah, the article titles themselves are pretty nasty. You're fine. Um, but once you actually start reading them, it sounds more incentivizing for everybody involved. So um, essentially what they're trying to do is get developers who make these free-to-play games give options, positioning, location in-game of their choosing to just create a place where an ad would play. The player at that point can then interact with said ad that is to the choosing of PlayStation. So Somebody's paying PlayStation, or I guess at this point, PlayStation actually wants it to go potentially to the developer or maybe take a cut themselves since they're finding the revenue source. Um, mm-hmm. But they're making it so like if you if the player decides to interact with said ad in this free-to-play game, they could get in-game currency or skins or whatever the case may be. Um, so it's kind of... A full circle. Everybody can get their hand in the pot, have enjoy it in some way. Um, it doesn't sound like it's going to be that like kind of typical free to play on mobile phones that we're so used to. But I figured, Ash, you're the one who plays Warzone, which is a free to play game more than, and I think you play more free to play games than anybody here. What's your thoughts on it? Um. So. The biggest thing is uh, when when people hear ads, they think of just like Facebook style ads, right? But the I think this aspect in general, um, at least I hope in general, the ads that are going to be played are related to other games that are of similar play style, uh, potential upgrades and loot drops and things like that for a game of that game or something similar by the same developer uh is it gonna be annoying sure but i mean they're gonna have to make money somehow, right we have la- we have ads in literally everything the other aspect is does that then open up the avenue for paid uh no advertisement content for example, Hulu, you know, you pay the extra, what, six bucks and you have no ads. Isn't then, that isn't that kind of what it already is, though? Like, without the ads. So, like, what I mean by that, I'm going to use what I know. So, Call of Duty, Apex, Fortnite, you can play the free game, but you spend the extra money, you get bada-bing, bada-boom for in-game for whatever purpose, right? Yeah. So at that point, is it still, like, it's technically still a free-to-play game, but are they just going to increase the battle pass? I know, and particularly what they're saying in here is they're trying to make it so these developers can make 
money off their game without having to follow the battle pass plan. Right. Yeah, I mean, so it's just going to be a matter of how each developer rolls out those ads. You know what I mean? So, like, if they're going to have their own version of, like, maybe no ads content if you buy X plan or, you know, if you have to actually go into the creator's website and then sign up for their little you know, whatever. So it's, it's really just going to come down to how is it going to work? Like for example, with call of duty, you have to have an Activision subscription to not have ads or can you just play PlayStation game or Xbox game and buy the battle pass and then already have the no ads included, you know? So it's, it's really going to come down to how tedious is it going to be to not have to watch ads, or is there going to be, no way around watching ads. If there's no way around watching ads, that's going to cause a lot of conflict with a lot of people. It's also like, what's the impact on the gameplay going to be? So like, I'm thinking Destiny, right? Destiny itself, base, vanilla, Destiny 2 is a free-to-play game ostensibly, correct? Yeah. Right. Okay. So Destiny 2, you're on the moon. You're killing all these different enemies, and all of a sudden, a drone just drops out of the sky right into your field of view, and you just have a, like, what, a Starship Troopers ad style ad playing, or like Fallout kind of style ad, where it's like, would you like to find out about the newest Nike shoes? No? How about the latest Whopper? Like, that's, and how does that impact one's gameplay? Like, what kind of effect is that going to have? Like, how taken out of the game are you at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess... It, it, I'm sure they'll they'll figure out more better ways, but you have to be... Sometimes you just have to play Devil's Advocate, right? Think of the worst possible scenarios. Because guaranteed that's what's going to happen. They're going to put the ads in the worst places possible and then offer a paid upgrade to not have the light version. Yeah, more than likely. Like, I could see them having a, a box that pops up in the screen as you're playing that you can't get rid of unless you have um, whatever pass. So I'm just, I'm just thinking of, like, the center of the screen where the kill shot is. The, the dot, the reticle is just, it's covered by an ad box. Like, can you just imagine some kid like winning Fortnite? Oh, I did it with an ad. I did it with an ad. Oh my like, gosh, that'd be that actually be so funny. The first like three times, and after that, you're just gonna be like, hey, no. Uh, yeah. Then next, you know, it's like, oh, what do they do in soccer? Kick, boot it out of the, the system. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Yeah. The other it, thing that's also gonna be how often are we gonna have them pop up? It, it's because all it's, developers. I was gonna say, if it's anything like freaking Facebook videos, I I will I will fight somebody. It's not being forced um, from PlayStation. It's being encouraged by PlayStation. Um, you don't have to put them in there, but if you want, just like I said, develop a spot to place them, and they'll put them in the game for you. Like it, it yeah. I don't. I don't. I I just imagine. Hulu with ads. We're like when you watch Saturday Night Live, 
with Hulu and it has ads, it never fails. A skit starts and like three words get spoken and it cuts to a minute and a half long ad and the skit comes back to it and you're like, wait a second. What happened? <laughs> Every oh single God. ad. It's like you're in the middle of a Destiny cutscene. Right, like this, this could be... I want somebody to just make like a my name is Mayo kind of game and it's got a platinum trophy list and the platinum trophy has watched all 495 ads. Jeez, no. Like that's, that... that's, that's all the game is, is just you pay a dollar and you just get ads. Ads on ads on ads on ads. Just no, all at, the ads. At that point, no, pay me. <laughs> Bro, like, like, it's one of the, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I guarantee you, if my name is Mayo can get launched and all you have to do is literally just hit a button to get the platinum trophy on it, somebody's going to do a game where it's just watching ads. Uh, that's going to be so terrible. I really hope someone is self-respecting enough to, to not do that. I'll buy it for 50 cents. <laughs> He's like, I'll get a good Black Friday deal on it. <laughs> Play it, play it in the background. Like I'll, I'll buy stock in it. There you go. <laughs> so none of us. I don't want to say that. I guess we don't have any strong opinions on the ads thing. Then, like we no. don't want it to be trash, like, but we're uh, not against it. I, I, I again, it really just depends on how they do it. Because, like, like you said, Greg, the last thing I want to do is boot up Destiny for the umpteenth time. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, Zavala is just like, hey, Guardian, by the way, check out this Whopper King outfit we got going on over here. You interested? Yeah, you could take this mission. And I'm like, no, that's a no for me, dog. Like, it really when, just depends on how it Starship, is. When I say Starship Troopers, you guys remember those ads, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones, like the recruiting ads? Yeah. It's like, go to your recruiter for more information. Yeah. Want to join the intergalactic bug killers? Yeah. Mm. So I um, I will yeah. say the only way I could see that truly happening, like I or in the early stages of this, is if it's not necessarily like you you get a thing by doing this. Like you could so like we'll use Destiny again for example. Maybe not necessarily kind of like how we described it, like as maybe in a more simplified way, but it's like, oh hey by the way, there's this promo period where you can do this sponsored event for free like you can choose to participate in this um brought to you by mountain dew like uh ghost pre-workout whatever you want to call it um and you you can run this mission and then you get um exotic gear from doing it like however however you want to break it down i i think sponsored events for any mmos or fps would probably be the big thing i can see in the short term but i don't know what that looks like long term so i'm just now imagining hold on hold on let me like you know the the strawberry mountain dew yeah you guys see that yeah okay i'm just imagining like in call of duty watch ad get the strawberry mountain dew avatar so like you are a bottle <laughs> of strawberry Mountain Dew playing Call of Duty, oh bright my gosh. pink and green. Oh my god! Hey, 
hilarious. I'm like like with the little face cut out like the banana costumes, but instead it's a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I I would I would hate that so much. But it would be so funny. <laughs> Again, for like the first five minutes, and then after that, you're just like, okay, why, why the heck am I still like this? Oh man, could you imagine being killed by a pink Mountain Dew bottle? Oh no, I'd be I upset. Still, I, I would, I would wait. Did you, like, did you, uh, I would uninstall at that point. <laughs> did you guys see the the clip from the land party at that hotel? Mm mm. So it. Got heated. No, what, what, are you, what are you? What? what? So, uh, no, I, I would like legitimately like if if I were to get taken out by an avatar that looks like Strawberry Mountain Dew, that would be me. I would be upset, and everyone around me is gonna know it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, my guy. What? Please inform my uneducated self. Uh, I'll I'll send you the video later. Like, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, last thing on the docket looks like PlayStation has created a game preservation team Uh, so this was revealed via a tweet from Garrett Fredley at some Kronza guy C-R-O-N-Z-A guy okay, uh, on Twitter and he just said he's now working in the department so I guess they're gonna start so preservation of these old games. I have, I have a lot of questions. The first on mm-hmm. the list, like, because obviously, like, we we don't really know anything outside of this tweet that that came out um, about it. So is this like a Smithsonian for like all of their old like games moving forward? Is it like, are they working on finding a way to like back up and then easily like? like upgrade up res for future releases on consoles or for any sort of backwards compatibility like what what does what does that look like like what does that even mean coming from the playstation studios global qa manager mike bishop uh the day-to-day focus is on ip preservation for the business ensuring the titles of today are captured cataloged and secured for the games industry of tomorrow so it sounds like they're just making it to where um, there it'll be easier to do like remakes or releases on newer systems. Yes. Uh, what I'm hoping for, like things like um, the original Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. all when it got re-released to PlayStation 3, all had to be re-recorded because they lost all the audio. Oh, um, yeah. I think the yeah the original file work um, and all all of the stuff for like the original Final Fantasy VII game is got burned up in a fire at Square Enix, mm. and that's why everything we get is the PC port, not the OG port. Yeah. So like I think that's more of what they're going towards, which is great um, because there are some games that. Because those game studios in the '90s went under early 2000s, we like, just don't have that them. coding is gone. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no coding for that. So I think that's what this is. I don't think it's going to be anything fun or interesting. Well, I don't think it's something we're going to get a video game out of. It's just well, yeah, I mean, a cool aspect. I mean, if you think you hear if 
honestly, if you see this tweet and you hear preservation team and you think they're going to make a cool game, then honestly, you don't deserve to be on the Internet. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure they've had this in the works for, for a while. Um, but it, it kind of just begs the question. like, okay, like, why now? Like, what, like, what was kind of the thing where it's like, okay, now we need, we need to do this now. We need to start making sure we have everything backed up. Um, or like what took them, I don't want to say take them so long. Cause again, we don't know how long, like what went into this or how long it's been going. But like, Ash, I see your little, your little box going up on your, your avatar there. Did you want to say something? I I mean the to me it just sounds like it's the digital version of the seed bank that they have that dug into the side of the mouth. Yeah, like, sort of. I feel like that's what this is. Yeah, it that's a hundred percent what it is. Uh, but I, if the reasoning for it, Matt, I, I I want you to think. Name some of the best games that have come out in recent years. Uh, God of War, Red Dead Redemption, both of them. Um, GTA 5 <laughs> like I mean you've got the Final Fantasy remake you've got yeah. the re-releases of Spiral games you've got just about the entire Final Fantasy catalog has been re-released to consoles Breath of the Wild um, I well, mean, that, you, that's Nintendo you, you've got all these games from like the 80s the 90s mm-hmm. early 2000s have been re-released there's talks that they're going to redo a, a Gex Enter the Gecko like you have all these different games that have just been remasters or re-releases. I mean, Diablo two. So like, I think what caused this is there's, there's this growing demand from old heads that have been playing video games their entire lives to have access to these games that we grew up on. I mean, we do video games is a fairly young medium. Mm -hmm. Like, the nostalgia factor, yeah. And especially because yeah. if you think about it, I mean, how many of us wish our kids could play the games that we started out with? Uh, you know? Two of three, because your boy don't have kids. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't have any of my own, but I have a stepson. It's yeah. the same concept. No, no, absolutely. You know, yeah. I have an eight-year-old sister that's 21 years younger than me, so it's like... You know, like, I wish that she could play a lot of the stuff that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, no, no, you're absolutely right. Um, and I and I wonder if, again, not knowing the details of this, because we're just speculators here, like we are enjoyers of video games and like we like we just see the news as it comes out. Uh, we yeah, don't know nobody how... important talks to us. Right. Uh, in case there was any any sort of confusion on that. Um, so we don't know how long this has been in the works, but part of me wonders if they're, they're seeing again, like you said, old heads, like are wanting access to these games. They see Nintendo, what they're doing with their subscription service. And they're just like, Oh yeah, by the way, you can access like all these limited run, like title games that we have access to and put it on there. And then PlayStation's kind of like looking at the binoculars and like, write that down, write that down. <laughs> so yeah. like part of me wonders like, if that also heavily influenced, like, okay, we were thinking about this. Now we really got to do it because we see, we already know there's a strong pool for nostalgia and for these old games. Uh, we don't have access to a lot of these old games right now. Like, we've had to redo it from scratch and we don't want to go through that hell again. So we're just like, gonna, good like, luck playing Metal Gear Solid. Right. It's, 
like OG, like that, like I don't think you can play it on the PlayStation Four or the Five at this current point. So mm. one of like PlayStation's iconic games. Uh, I'm sure there's other ones I can think of, but that's just the one that pops out quickest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Or like but, OG Doom. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think you can now, because like the Slayer collection has it on there. Aside like filter, before, when it just came out, like yeah. the, for the new Doom, like you you couldn't because they just, it wasn't there, it wasn't a thing, and they had to work so long to get that you know recoded to mm-hmm. be able to be compatible. So, and honestly, I think it's more like they've probably been doing this with certain titles for a while now. But again, like you guys reiterated previously, uh, the fact that so many, you know, or you know, 80s kids, 90s, 20, early 2000s are like, I have to have this game. I want this game. So it's it's the higher demand causing them to be like, all right, you know, what? we're just going to do it for everything at this point. Yeah. Well, guys, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? The new Outriders expansion. Uh, yes, that's right. I knew you were going to talk about that. Ash, uh, go ahead, because I don't know about the old Outriders expansion. <laughs> uh, so the original Outriders game uh, is a looter shooter by Square Enix. Um, it it was the... Uh, it kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people, but a lot of people who like things like Destiny, Borderlands, etc., etc., uh, it was it was a lot of fun. The downside is it was really short. It felt really short, and there wasn't much in-game content afterwards. So that's and why this it kinda, only came out like a year ago, right? Uh, yeah, a little bit more than that. I can't remember the exact release date. Oh, um, but it it was a lot of fun. Um, it had a lot of potential, and it just didn't really go anywhere after in-game. April 1st, 2021. Um, So the new expansion is a big one. Uh, It's got over 100 new legendary weapons. If you're new to the game, it has a level 30 booster, so you can jump straight into the expansion content. Um, It's going to be essentially uh, a whole new zone and and also going to include the original zone, so it'll have a little bit more of the engine like backplay so if you finish the first original campaign you can kind of go back to it uh, to an extent and get like little deposits here and there um it's a one to three player co-op it's going to be on ps4 5 series as well as standard xbox stadia pc and then video <laughs> comes out june 30th um you know assuming it doesn't get pushed back for whatever reason it's officially june 30th but you know things can happen um so if you've never played Outriders before, uh, you can get the Outriders game and the new expansion for 60 bucks. Uh, if you already have Outriders, then the new expansion is only 40 bucks. Hmm. So if you already have it, they, add, they have an add-on, just like they did with Destiny, where you could buy the new Witch Queen expansion uh, for X amount. It's the same thing with this. You can buy it for 40 bucks. Uh, it is a rather large expansion. Uh, so if you don't have memory, definitely would recommend getting an external hard drive. Um, 
because it's it's supposed to take up quite a bit of space. But if you like RPG looter shooters, definitely something to check out. I uh, believe PlayStation has a demo that you can play, um, which is pretty neat. And then, of course, you can also play with your friends online and uh, as well. But it's not going to be PvP-based. It's it's more PvE than anything else. So. Heck yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad you brought that because I wasn't going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that was announced like two days ago two days ago i think oh so you've been chomping at the bit maybe (laughs) anything else guys before we get out of here no awesome ash where can they find us at they can find us on all social media platforms you can find us on facebook you can find us on instagram uh you can find us on apple spotify supported uh Avenues, Spotify. Um, make sure that you like and subscribe. Turn that notification bell on so that you know when we upload new content. Share us with your friends. At least one of them will like us, if not more. Uh, I'm sure if you like it and you're friends with them, they'll like it too. At that point, as you well know, if you grow, we grow, I grow. Really, all she cares about is her growing. And by her growing, I mean her Twitch channel. So, Ash, tell them where they can find that at. Uh, you can find me at MS underscore Sparks Madness on Twitch. You can also find me at the same tag on Instagram. And then, of course, you can always find me here on the TDM show whenever we upload new content. Um, outside of that, I'm also on Twitter, but I don't really post too much. Uh, outside of that, uh, if, you, if you follow us, you're more than welcome to... Uh, Badger Mr. Matt there and, and his Twitter because he, he posts nonstop about things. Um, hey, Matt, where can they badger you at? The only person who tweets more than me is the Grim Sleeper himself. Uh, right. Which, uh, which ripped to his old account, he deactivated for a little too long and now it's just gone in the wind. Anyways, uh, guys, you can follow me at all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. And as Ash so affectionately pointed out, mostly on Twitter because as unhinged as I seem, I actually am in real life and I talk just like I tweet. You can verify on my Twitter account where you can ask at me on Switch for when this new Mario Strikers comes out in June because your boy is ready and will be strapped with his Switch all summer long. And as I'm doing that and as you're talking to me on Twitter about literally anything like Kingdom Hearts related or even just like this new Pokemon, because I'm pretty convinced this might be the first time I'm going with a water starter literally ever. Like first starting with a water starter is this next one because Quagsley is looking pretty good right now. Um, I will also be uh, not subtweeting. That's not the right word. I will be liking tweets that my friend Greg here does when he's talking about Sea of Stars. Ooh, that is true. You do like those, and I do like tweeting about Sea of Stars. It is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, and you can find me doing that at Tonksy, T-O-N-N-K-S-Y. Uh, no, Matt, I have I have this mental image of you just being strapped all summer long with your Switch <laughs> waiting to play Mario Strikers. Now, is it more are you strapped like one might be if they were trying to imitate like ice cube or ice tea or <laughs> dog. like are you strapped like that with the switch or is it more of like what i imagine where it's like somebody walks up and he's like i challenge you to strikers and then you do this like cutscene trash and then just like Yu-Gi-Oh, you've got this like 
table on your arm. You're like, ha, 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 and you, so, like, you're battling with strikers. Yes and yes. All I'm going to say pack. is I do have I do have a fanny pack that I wear like a cross bag and my switch fits in it. I knew it. I know you too well at this point. I, I think you should. I think you should get a hip holster for it. Oh, absolutely not. Like, look, I'm old, not that old. <laughs> so, so actually they make these, these bags that strap to your thigh and around the waist. I'm sorry. What? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, this so, is, this is a combat bag. You, this was originally yeah. like a combat thing. <laughs> like you use yeah. it in combat zone. It's meant for like a thigh holster for your pistol, but it has been commandeered by the, uh, LARPing nerdy awesome world. I don't mean nerdy in a derogatory term. To just attach anything to, right, Ash? Cosplay. That's um, what so there's actually one that I have been wanting to purchase, but it's expensive because it's made out of actual leather and brass. Um, but it's it's essentially just like a regular bag that has it's similar to military style, except it's only two straps. So you Gosh, have I, need the, the, I need the web page to this. Uh, here, hang on. So it's <laughs> also, but it's it's the base strap that goes around the thigh, and then the upper strap is like just a regular belt. Um, but it's full long bag. You could put whatever. In. Um, I think the switch light would fit in one of those, but I don't know about the regular size switch unless no, you take you, it. No, you understand. I have to see this picture, but I'm just imagining now. Matt with the crossbody bag whips the switch out and then grabs to the thigh, pulls out a plug and a pro controller. <laughs> and is just you ready for the smoke? And that's all he says. Oh goodness. Yes. Absolutely. That's hilarious. I I, I might start carrying my switch just so if I see you in the streets. Catch these Mario Striker hands. But I know a lot of cosplayers have been using them mm-hmm. just because of their design. They're good um, for steampunky stuff. Yeah, for sure. Here, let me cop, 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 cop. All right, go. guys. Well, that is the show. We love y'all. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to some Yammer on about video games for the last umpteen minutes. I don't know how many minutes they were. 60 of them? Less than 60? Enough. Uh, we love y'all. Have a great week. We will be back next week for more information. And like I said, the whole team's going to be here. Love you. Love you.